0: Hi everyone and welcome to another edition of Rock and Talk with Dak. Today's the last Friday of June, so we're going to wrap up the show's LGBT recognition with this Pride Month spotlight. Today I brought in the heavy hitters, Freddie Mercury and Lady Gaga. We're just going to dive right on into it. First with Freddie. This may be a little bit quick, but I want to look at the way that he acknowledged his sexual orientation in the world, especially in the world of rock. Queen was the top band out there throughout the 70s and 80s. And something I find really fascinating about them, unlike some bands today, they never really faded. And they never really had a huge commercial failure. Granted, some albums just wound up not selling very well due to maybe a small creative change, something a little bit more funky, perhaps, like the soundtrack for Flash Gordon. But I don't think that there's an album of theirs that was really considered a giant failure. And when you think of legendary bands and legendary icons and music, yada yada... Queen almost always comes up, in some way, shape, or form. So it's quite surprising that despite Freddie's flamboyant stage presence, that they were kind of the top of the world for a couple decades there. And especially because discrimination can and has gotten so bad to the point that individuals or groups, even, will just shut down altogether and they stop doing what they do. But what did Freddie think of this? How did he portray himself? Well, I tell you, it's because of the way that, he's tr- that he treated the situation. It's why I connect with him in s- some ways. Freddy, in my mind, was always about the music. The art came first. Tabloids and gossip be damned. There are several interviews where it seems like Freddie is being coy and avoiding answering the question. But I don't think that's the case. I think for him, his stage persona was enough to show the world his true self. He was a bit campy. Not in the same vein as, say, Elton John. I think Elton wore that pride right on his sleeve way more than Freddie. But it was enough of an acknowledgement that Freddie didn't feel the need to explain himself. His entire outlook on being gay to me was a bit like, yeah, you know what, this is me, and that's all there is to it. I imagine in classic British slang, he would say something like, good day, and piss off. (laughs) I mean, he just, he didn't analyze. There was no need for him to analyze, and there was no need for him to justify it. And in case that wasn't enough, he didn't ally himself with any sort of organization, be it political or directly LGBT related. And to me, that's actually quite admirable. At least from my point of view, most LGBT individuals, they don't want a national spotlight. They want to wake up, go to work, come home, and live a normal life like anyone else. And in that regard, I think we could use some more people like Freddie. Um, Now we'll get into a bit of a transition. Maybe it was because of the times that he lived and that he chose not to have any sort of affiliation. But a lot has changed since his untimely passing in 91. And there are, now there are way more alphabet soup-type organizations and foundations to fight for equal rights now than ever. Everyone's got one. Uh, But one of them is the Born This Way Foundation, founded by Lady Gaga herself and actually her mom. Now, everyone knows Lady Gaga. Everyone loves her, for the most part. And ever since her first album in 2009, I know, I can't believe it's been 11 years already. I mean, seriously, like, Poker Face. That was the big song of the time. And what's so funny is, like, that is nowhere near her best work, but my god, was that played everywhere. (laughs) Anyway, since 2009, she has had the support of the gay community, and she's given that support right back. Now, there are some people that like to claim, oh, she didn't start fighting for equal rights until she gained popularity. And that's not true. I mean... She's had that since the very beginning, and she really doubled down on that um, on her second album, appropriately titled Born This Way. And of course, the song Born This Way, I I think it was probably a lead single from that album, is a gay anthem. I mean, it it really is. And, you know, that's attracted a lot of people. People have a safe space, so to speak, um, with her music, which isn't that the point of music anyway? You take refuge in it when you're not liking the world that you're in sometimes. Anyway, the following year in 2012, she started the foundation. And I understand how some people would think that it's just, it's just for, for, for gay people. Um, But that's far from the truth. Actually on their website, their mission statement um, says, we seek to support the mental and emotional wellness of young people by putting their needs, ideas, and voices first. The foundation is actually all about mental health. And yes, there just so happen to be individuals of the gay community who have mental health issues. And that's partly due to how they've been treated as a young person for, well, being themselves. Um, And it's, but Gaga, she's really put, she's created a community in her voice, in her music. And like I said earlier, it gives those individuals a home, a place that they feel welcome to. And it's quite a far cry from her days of being bullied herself. She's turned her experiences into something better for others. In other words, she put her money where her mouth is, and she's still making music and having fun with a whole bunch of side projects. And it's a really cool way for for Lady Gaga to bring that kind of attention to mental health. I think mental health, for whatever reason, it's been a bit taboo for a while, and Lady Gaga's been able to bring that to the forefront, especially for young individuals who feel like they don't have a, a space for them to talk about things. And she's, she's made that a national conversation, or at least helped put it on the national conversation front, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so she's still doing stuff today. Um, Chromatica just came out too. Um, but speaking of music and music projects, I'm not one to speculate. This is the last thing I'm going to say for the day. I'm not one to speculate, I don't like really talking about what could have been. But there's kind of a reason why I put Freddy and Lady Gaga together. Because I want to put this image into your head. Can you imagine if Freddie Mercury was still alive today and did a collaboration with Lady Gaga? Mind blown, at least for me anyway. And I thought of this recently and I was just like, why have I never thought of that before? I don't know if that means Freddie would afi- officially come out or if he would affiliate with any sort of organization. I really don't care about that. But strictly from a music standpoint, that would be a hell of a collaboration and one that one that will never happen, but you know what? Thank goodness that we still have the timeless classic music of Freddie Mercury and Queen to to listen to continue to listen to and some words to live by. Anyway. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, or Spotify. If you enjoy the show, please leave a comment, drop a rating. Even better, please tell your friends and spread the word. It all helps. Huge thanks to your continued support. Have a great weekend, and we will see you Monday.